Yo, in this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and what's going on with that. We're also going to be talking about why men need to be men today and how that is the key for America to come back to its roots. Let's get started. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, of course, Chris Tubbs. I am so happy that you guys are here watching or listening to me on any of the platforms that you guys are doing so on. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys haven't already, go ahead, subscribe to me on any of the channels or podcast platforms that you guys are watching or listening to me on. That would be greatly appreciated. I want to go ahead and get into this episode, starting off with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and what the heck is going on there. Pretty much, I just want to give you guys a little synopsis. We are winning. When I say we, I mean that Kyle Rittenhouse in his defense is winning. If you guys don't know who he is or what is really going on, Kyle Rittenhouse was in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year during the riots and during the burning of all the buildings and everything. And as he was going to help somebody, as he was walking through the streets and running from other people, there were some shots. There were some people coming after him. And so... He had his AR-15 around him, uh, around his arm, his around his neck, around his body, and he killed two people. He killed two people. But the reason why he killed two people and the left will not admit this at all is because of self-defense. I want you guys to go ahead and watch this video here, and then let's talk about it afterwards. Here you go. He defended himself. 100%. He defended himself. And you know what's so funny? In this trial that was going on yesterday, the prosecutor, Benger, (laughs) yes, that is his name, Benger. Oh, man, what a funny, funny name. He was trying to make it that Kyle Rittenhouse was a murderer. He kept asking him. He kept trying to make it like and make it seem that this guy killed these two people on purpose. I don't know where this guy, this prosecutor is getting his evidence, but it's obviously, it's obvious. I'll just say that it's obvious that this guy is not experienced at all. You could tell that this guy just really doesn't know what he's talking about. You, you, you could tell that he knows that he's losing this thing. The questions that he asks are just downright, just head-scratching, really. Here, listen to this question. Hollow point bullets are designed to hit the animal that they're being shot at. Let's say a deer, for example, and explode inside that body, correct? No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, when you say explode, are you saying expand? 
or explode because there are such things as exploding bullets. Sure. Let me let me rephrase. Mr. Rittenhouse, what is your understanding of what a hollow point bullet would do if it were shot at, say, a deer? I, I don't think people use hollow point. Bro, just want to let you know you don't use hollow points during hunting at all. No, if you want, you can use ballistic tips. And one of the reasons why you don't use hollow points while you're hunting is because when the bullet exits the body, it expands the area that it goes through. And it ruins the meat. It ruins what you actually shot the deer for, right? Dude, this guy doesn't know anything. Really, this guy is just... He's just a bonehead, completely. Honestly, he's just a bonehead. And so, what you're seeing from this trial, ultimately, is you're seeing that the left really is so out of touch. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They are trying to make the Constitution the enemy of the people. This dude really does not know what the heck he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's doing. He obviously is just so inexperienced. Even the judge said it. Your Honor, I, with all due respect... I'm not going to rehash the motion. That's absolutely untrue. It and is there's No, no, no. Your arguments of record, my comments are of record, and why I ruled as I did is of record. There's nothing that I heard in this trial to suggest that anything's changed. Even if you're correct in your assumption that you know more than uh, I did at the time, uh, you should have come to the court and say, I want to go into this. Uh, why you would think that you could go into it without any advance notice to the court, I don't understand that. And as the uh, defense is pointing out, you're an experienced trial lawyer, and this should not have been gone into. <laughs> that, oh man, dude, that judge got after him. He got after him. Don't get brazen with me. Oh man, I love that. But I think one of the things... Uh, I'm not getting too into this, but I do want to say this, is that there's a reason why we have the Second Amendment, right? It is to defend ourselves. And Kyle Rittenhouse himself used the Second Amendment to his advantage. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to exercise that. And it it is mind-boggling. Maybe not mind-boggling, but maybe just... I'm not surprised, but I am surprised, if that makes sense, that the left is trying to make out Kyle as a murderer when the evidence shows that he defended himself. And it's not a surprise to me. It is not a surprise to me. If you go look on Twitter, you look at the journalists that are big-time leftists themselves, they want, they, they want Kyle Rittenhouse to be murdered. They want him to be rotting in jail. They do not like the truth. They don't like the Second Amendment at all. You know, it, it's so funny. is because they don't know. Maybe they do know. But a lot of them that are just brainwashed and sheep don't know that they're going against the Constitution. They don't know that they're going against America. They don't know that they're going for the good of people. They don't know that. They're just brainwashed. They just do whatever the heck that the left ultimately does or says, and they just go with it, and they try to spread their message. It is that deep, and it is that dumb. I look at some of these guys on Twitter. I look at what they're saying about this trial, the leftists, and it is oh, uh, it is hard to read because 
I see what they're saying and I see like good people, conservatives talking about this trial. It is a totally different, drastic side and point of view. Seriously, it is so different. You're seeing on the conservative side where people are defending Kyle Rittenhouse because he's defending the Constitution, he's defending the Second Amendment. And then you have people on the left who don't care really about the Constitution. They just want Kyle to be thrown in jail, to rot in jail, because they believe that the people that got killed and was murdered were murdered because Kyle is a bad guy, because he did it on purpose. Kyle didn't murder them. He killed them, but he did it out of defense. See, and that's the key difference. That is the key difference. How in the heck would you go into the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, when all the riots were going were going on? How in the heck would you not go through those streets without a weapon? Especially to defend yourself. Man, I, I applaud Kyle. I applaud his poise. I love how he conducted himself. He was very thoughtful. He was very intentional through the trials and through the questions that he was being asked. Because this guy, look, he was very confident. I loved how he conducted himself. He did a great job. And I think that this thing is going to go in Kyle's favor 100%. And it's funny because you're seeing on the journalist leftist Twitter side, you're seeing themselves, them saying, oh, I really think, and I'm really scared. They're saying, I'm scared that this thing is going to go in Kyle's favor. And they're saying it because they think that the judge is a white supremacist and they think that Kyle is racist. How dumb, how dumb and how typical of the left to just use name calling to try to uh, make their point of view the main point. So dumb. So dumb. And that's what I, and that's going to lead me into my, my next topic. I want to talk about men. I want to talk about why it's so important for men to be men. Okay? And first, I just want to start off with this. I want to say that men and women are made equal because of what God did. Because of how he made us. But men and women have different societal roles here on earth. Let me say it again. Men and women are equal 100%. But each different gender has a different role. Different roles. When, when women get married and when they have a family, yes, they are protective just like as men are are naturally protective 100%. I believe that. But there's a different nature to women than there is to men, right? Women typically have more of a uh, nurturing, very sweet, kind uh, nature about them. Men, of course, are very kind. They are very sweet in their own way, but they are more adventurous than women, Right? It doesn't mean, I'm not saying that women don't love adventures, but I think men have them, have the, um, their main priority in their life is to have fun and go and be adventurous. You know, the evil Knievel spirit, the one to pioneer, to go across America, right? To 
search into look for new land to to go and hunt to fish to play football to get aggressive to tackle whereas women they want to take care of their family they want to be um having things more set in order for their home they want to have a more um different very soothing relaxing um loving environment they you know they women are great i i just want to say this women are great at creating environments and what i mean by that is when they are have you let me just let me ask you this have you ever gone to uh, a women's uh let's just say that a woman is single she's living alone or maybe she has roommates have you ever gone to their house and you've noticed that there is um there's pictures all around the wall there's some candles lit things are very nicely put you know they have different pictures all across the room they have rugs they have couches they have flowers they have like all these things they have things set up in the room to make it feel comfy to make it feel homey to make it feel like it is a place to be to feel comfort right Women love that, right? They love to feel comfort. They love to feel safe. They love to feel, um, uh, they love to feel at peace, right? They love to create that environment. That's what I love about women is that they're able to do that and they do it so gosh dang well. See, and then when you go to a man's house, right? You go to a single guy's house. What do you really see? You might see you might see one, two posters, and they might be of, of cars or, um, you know, football. Uh, their heroes, their NBA stars, whatever. And then you might see a couch, right? Then you might see a lawn chair for their actual chair, and then you might see uh, in the kitchen some some knives, some forks, just the just bare necessities, right? See, that's not the real. Um, drive for a man is to create a home that is very comforting or whatever. No, men don't really care about that all, all too much. They don't. They would rather just have the bare necessities and just live with a blanket, maybe a mattress and, um, just whatever they need just to survive. Right. And I'm not saying to do that. I'm not saying for a guy to go ahead and do that and to be doing that in his life. I think it is very important to get more um, things to create your home for sure. But have you noticed that? That's what I'm not, Have you noticed that? Have you seen that? See, there's different societal roles that God created in each and one of us as men and women. And that's okay. You know, so much of today's world in the, the modern uh, feminism, uh, you could say, I, I would say, I would call it a trend. So much of that today is, is of course, created by the left, but is to dismantle the man's role in society. Men are adventurous. They are pioneers. And I'm not saying that women can't pioneer anything, but you mainly see that from men. Men are protectors. They are kind. They are loving 100%. But you see a lot of things get done uh, 
on because of men. You see, a lot of these buildings in the world today would not be built without men, right? A lot of the roads, a lot of the cars, a lot of everything that we have today, a lot of like big structures, a lot of the machines and everything like that would not be built without the men. And, and of course, the women, they, they're the ones that create the pillows or get the blankets and they make the blankets or they interior design the home, right? There's, there's a difference. And what I'm trying to say is that that is okay. That is totally different. And what you're seeing from the, the Brandon, the Brandon administration is lack of leadership, is a lack of men being men, right? You're seeing whoever Brandon is, if, if it is Brandon or not, whatever, or whoever is running the administration, you're seeing a lack of leadership. You're seeing the, the Brandon administration just bow down to um, the mob, the, the woke mob, the, the ideals of feminism, the ideals of dismantling not only just men, but the uh, constitution and what it was built on because they don't value people in general. Real men value people and they show it and they lead that. You know, it calls us men in the Bible to be leaders of love, right? Love your wife as Christ has loved the church. And you see, you see, that's why I think a lot of people loved Donald Trump is because he was a leader. He was a man amongst men. People knew who the heck he was. And when he walked into the room, people would look at him and there was this aura around him, right? Of leadership, of, of, of awe. And people respected him. People respected him because he respected people. He respected and loved people. Of course, he stood up for himself. He stood up for people. He stood up for America. Because that's what a leader does. You know, I was going into one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, I think it was a, a couple weeks ago. And in this city, they just renewed the mask mandate. Was so dumb. So mad about that. That's not cool. But as I walk into this restaurant, I was getting a breakfast burrito. And... What I see really struck me because I thought there was a, a tide turning or something happening. I saw four men that were in line, were willingly and almost, it seemed, happy, happy to do so to wear a mask. Now, I was the only one that was not wearing a mask in the restaurant. And I'm not saying, oh, look, I'm more manly than that guy. No, what I'm saying is those men were honestly really weak. And they went with a mandate, a something that's not even a law. It's more like a suggestion. You see, I went through this line. I went through the restaurant. Didn't say a damn thing about me asking or... or, or Wanting me to wear a mask. They didn't say a damn thing. You know, for me, I value my own values. I have integrity about my values. I don't care 
if you offer me a million to do- million dollars, uh, million dollars of to wear a mask for ten seconds, I'm not going to do it. And the reason why is because I not only told myself and other people I'm not going to wear a mask. I believe masks are stupid and they actually hurt you more. But I value my values and I stand for my word. I stand for truth. I stand for what I believe in. I don't go with the mob. I don't go with the crowd. I don't go with the government that tries to tell me what to do and what's good for my health. No, I determine that. You see, men have to be men. They have to stand for truth. If you want to see this country come back to its roots, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something, men. You got to man up and you got to sack up. You have to sack up. I am so tired of men. I've seen men go along with the mandates, the jab mandate, the mask mandate, anything that goes against the Constitution or the Bible. I am so freaking fed up seeing them just go along with the crap of this world. I am so done. I'm so done with it. I want to see men be men again. And I want to see them rise up and stand for truth. Because when we do that, that is when we're going to take this country back stronger and make it better than ever. Do you realize America was great because we had a strong leader, a man, a men of men leading this country? Do you realize this country, and of course the help of women and amazing other people, that this country got started because men took it into their own hands and stood for truth? Do you remember that? Do you see that? Do you recognize that? When men are doing what they're called to do according to what the Bible says and how God made them, that's when this country flourishes. That's when it's amazing. You're seeing inflation at 30 years high because of weak men. Weak men throughout years have just let the government take control. And now look where we are. I'm telling you what, I am so done with weak men. (laughs) I'm so done. We have to stand up. We have to take back. We have to sack back up. We have to grow. Get out of this stupid puberty. And grow some balls. And man the hell up. Because that's how we're going to win. That is how we're going to win. Men, be pioneers. Be adventurous. Stand up for truth. Love your family. Love your friends. Show kindness. Protect them at all costs. Tell you what Kyle Rittenhouse did. He did. And guess what? He's standing up for the Second Amendment right now. He is not just standing up for himself. He is standing up for the Second Amendment and the Constitution right now. And guess what? He's going to win. Because not only is he a man and he's he a leader, but he has other men around him 
not just from in his courtroom, but around the globe standing up for him. That is how we're going to win. Women, you keep being yourselves. You keep being amazing. Keep being, keep taking care of your home. Being the support, the helpful teammate to support us men. Call us out. Encourage us. That's what we need as men. We need a little slap in the face to get back on track. And women are amazing because they help with that all the time. Men, wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to stand up. And it's time to be who you were created to be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to just want to say, if you guys loved this episode, if you loved what this provided you guys, if you love what it just what it showed, if it inspired you, if it gave you some hope, some encouragement, or something of that nature, I want you guys to go ahead and subscribe to me first. But then I want you guys to share with your family and friends this episode, and then my channel, my podcast, with your friends and your family. That would be awesome because I want to get this message, this message of how great America is, what the roots of America, how great they are. And I want to share the biblical principles that were ingrained in our country because it's pretty damn awesome. It's pretty damn awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that, I just want to remind you to be who you are in Christ And God bless America.